It's Coffee Club Time! but then she will be here for questions. We're going to talk about one of my passions, and that's accessible prescription bottles. And I can just tell you numerous reasons as to why I'm so passionate about that. So we'll talk about that. We've had a pretty good week. We've had a little trouble with the airlines trying to get a flight back to Indiana. I think it means don't go. But um, the airline fights are all over the place 
uh, price-wise. We go anywhere from 175 to over 700 to 1500 dollars for a one-way flight. So you have to be a little um, picky and choosy and try to get the right one and deal with airlines that a charge you to book a flight if you can't use their admittedly non-accessible website. Um, we had to dodge around that landmine, but we got the job done, and we're going to be leaving a week from Friday to go home to come back in a couple months, so we're going to um, back to Florida. So, um, pretty much, that's been pretty much it. We've been dealing with the loss of a good friend of mine, Nancy Gurney, and all of that. And we had a memorial service for her on Monday that we did on the legend. Or kind of, re- I want to call it a remembrance, not a memorial service. But we did that. And uh, so we found lots of ways to keep busy um, this week. I'm battling, I'm still having some, what I call, moderate to serious blood sugar issues. The doctor switched me over, but it's in a transition and I can't get the blood sugar down to where I want it. And I'm eating real good. So, Jenny, take it away. Well, I have completed another lesson in my transcribing, so that's the sixth one I've sent now. So I'm slowly progressing <laughs> and learning more all the time. And I've um, made a new friend. And so we've sort of become pen pals and been exchanging book ideas and all kinds of things like that. And that's fun. And as you say, we find things to do to keep busy. And with baseball season around, that's not hard to do. Nope, baseball, I've been doing a lot of cooking too. Uh, cook, 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 cook. So, always got to improve on that. All right, let's take it to Radio Tim. Let's go all the way up north. Good morning, everyone. Um, things are okay here. Um, sports went. Pretty well for Minnesota yesterday. The Timberwolves won and the Wild won. The Timberwolves are now in the playoffs, so I'm pretty happy about that. Twins lost, but oh well. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, we're supposed to get uh, rotten weather tomorrow. It's supposed to be a couple inches of snow and uh, winds gusting up to 50 miles an hour and uh, highs in the mid-30s. So, not looking forward to that too much, but otherwise, uh, well, a reminder, I've got my countdown for 1981 coming up tomorrow night. and uh, Yeah, we, we even plugged it. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That was a nice check, though. So, you know, when you send those checks, we plug that music. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Right. So, 
Good going, Tim. All right, let's go to Jeff in Albany. Well, thank you very much, Bill, and everybody. We'll say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you guys, depending on where you all are listening. Everything is good here. There's not much I can say. I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, the presentation on CVS Pharmacy, since that's a pharmacy that's very close to me, you, and I can change my prescriptions at some point. Yes, she'll step you through that, and we'll talk about that. Um, that's going to be a great one. All right, Dave and Chris. Good morning. Not much going on here. We've managed to stay busy as well. We got a new printer, which we've known we were going to need to do for a year now. We also got a new chair for our computer in the living room, which we've also known we were going to have to do because the chair I brought up here is about 30 years old now, and it's just worn out. So we did both of those things this past week couldn't really do it locally but we managed to do it online place the order and get what exactly what we wanted so that was a good thing well that is good and you got all that together and it's all working and it's the way you want it to be and that's a good thing um i think i finally solved our remote mysteries when the kids were here all our remotes are gone except for the one in the living room so otherwise these TVs will be a boat anchor but I think I think I have found a remote that might do the job so so we, we will see I've been burnt before so oh well um, if it happens it happens alright we're getting ready now I think I've got everybody on the panel we're going to introduce Debbie in just a second, but to let you know, we're going to talk about the topic and and um, we're going to play the presentation and and after she gets done and we'll have time, we will take everybody's calls and we can catch up and and do all that kind of stuff. But if you do call in and you have a question for Debbie, uh, we want you to confine those questions to. Um, the topic at hand, what we're talking about. After that, it's anything goes. But while we're doing the presentation, please honor our guests by talking about the subject um, that we're talking about. Debbie Hill, first of all, welcome back. This is your third time back here. Thank you. And we welcome you back. Do you want to say anything before we get started? Want me just play whatever, and then we'll dive in and take questions and go from there? It's strictly up to you. Um, why don't we go ahead and, and play the recording, and then um, I, I think I felt like there were a couple of things I might have missed, so I'm going to take I'm going to take notes. And then we'll, you know, and then I, if there's anything that I need to fill in, I can do that right after the recording. Oh, that's fine, because, like I said, we've been through this um, quest to get all this taken care of since December. And I finally think I've got everything in place the way it should be. But we shall see. But... This is going to be about a 12-minute demo or presentation. 
probably a better word here. So without further ado, here comes Debbie. Hello, everyone. This is Debbie Hill from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Today I'm going to demonstrate for you the Spoken Rx system from CVS Pharmacies. This is a system that allows you to identify prescriptions that you get from CVS stores. It is something that you do have to request because so that you can use the Spoken Rx system, they have to put a tag on your prescriptions. Now, I'm going to give you an aside. If I happen to use any punctuations, would you please excuse me? I am so used to texting and putting in punctuations that you may slip one or two in. So if you hear that, just excuse it. Anyway, so what a what happens is that they put this tag on the bottom usually of your prescription bottle or somewhere where you could find it if it was a box or I even had a prescription recently that came in a Ziploc bag. So they put the tag on. The tag is slightly larger probably about a fourth of an inch larger than a quarter and it's smooth and shiny feeling so it's really really easy to find on your prescription let me go ahead and show you the process for reading your prescriptions I have the CVS app because you need the CVS app with either an iPhone or an Android smartphone so I have the app and I already have it in my iPhone's app switcher so let's go to that app switcher voice memos active CVS active and when you open CVS CVS pharmacy home heading yes when you open the CVS pharmacy app you are on the home screen now they've made this a little complicated to get to the spoken rx feature but maybe we can talk them into doing something differently with it so here goes we've got to look for the link to the pharmacy so i'm going to just flip down the page notifications card but search products Tech COVID-19 test schedule, vaccination schedule, a COVID pharmacy 2RXS ready for refill. You know, that's Button. my, I have more prescriptions out there. So anyway, but that's what we want. We want the pharmacy. So we're going to double tap Checking for prescriptions. Ellipsis. Okay, now it's Actions available. Tab bar. Show card. Tab. Two of four. Okay, so it's going to sh it's trying to show me my prescription, so we're going to ignore that. What we're looking for on this page is the thing that actually says Spoken Rx. So it, it's pretty close to the bottom of the page as I've experienced it. So we'll account, find, find, find store, t prescription, view financial, pharmacy setting, view family or automatic refills. Messaging and alerts, more settings, pharmacy tools, identify, pills, link. Now that pharmacy tools is a really good header. Um, let me see if that is a header. Pharmacy, more settings, pharmacy tools, 
heading. Yes, so you could go down, set your rotor to headings, and could flip down to get to that, and then it's not far from there. Identify pills, drug interaction, spoken RX. There it Link. is. Okay, there is spoken RX, and you got to be ready with your prescription because it's. Uh, it, as soon as we go in, it's going to start scanning for the tag. Now, this morning when I was working to set this all up, I had laid my prescription bottle down, upside down on a table and tried to scan it from there. And for some reason, it didn't work. So what you have to do is you have to fo- hold the phone vertically and hold the prescription bottom as it is on my prescriptions with the tag you have to hold them about four inches from the phone um so this is going to happen fairly hopefully fairly quickly um so anyway here goes we're going to go into spoken rx drug spoken rx link okay double tap there alert ready to scan screen dimmed ready to scan so it says it's ready to scan and i'm picking up the prescription bottle and aiming it at the camera and we'll hope for the best and i'm um cvs don't back button double tap to nap ml back button spoken rx back button spoken rx pharmacy address pharmacy information it didn't make the sound i'd heard before it usually makes a little sort of uh uh, it's a kind of funny tinkling sort of sound and it has a little bit of haptic feedback when it's actually scanned it it didn't do it this time of course um anyway but let's um but we can now you can let's read the uh, prescription information um this, this is uh, Protonix, by the way. It's a prescription that I was on for a while because my doctor thought I had some, uh, some GERD, heartburn, and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, here goes. Here we go. From- prescription information. Head patient name. Deborah M. Hill. Prescription. Pantoprazole saw DR40 milligrams tab. Dosage. Tablet. Delayed release. DR slash egg. Directions. Take one tablet by mouth twice a day. Prescription number 1193897. Discard after 2 slash 28 slash 2023. Pharmacy information. Heading. Pharmacy address. 242250. 5th Ave. Pittsburgh. PA15222. Pharmacy phone number. 412566-2619. Get more details. Button. Okay, now if we want to get more details, and there's not that much more on the more details page, but we can go in there and and do it. Um just so you know that it's there. And they do tell you where when they describe the spoken RX system on their website that it is um, there are more things coming, uh, more information. I'm not quite sure what that could be, but there is more information coming. So anyway, let's go in here. It may ask me to put my um, my fingerprint down to open it, but we'll we'll find out. Pharmacy, get more details. Button, get more details. I double tapped. Back, but details. 
Pantoprazole saw oh. DR forty milligrams tab. Okay, it's going to it's going to give us the information without me having to um, put my fingerprint in. I you know to kind of log in. So here goes. I'm going to just um, do a two finger swipe down to get it to read this. Pantoprazole saw DR forty milligrams tab. Last filled February twenty eighth two thousand twenty two. Prescription status needs new prescription. Refills remaining. Zero by February 28, 2023. Quantity 28. Day supply 14. Prescribed by Priya Foster. Directions Take one tablet by mouth twice a day. Last paid $3.03. Fulfilled by CVS Pharmacy Registered 242250. Fifth Ave. Pittsburgh, PA 15222 store number 4008. Pharmacy phone number 4125662619. Prescribed on February 28, 2022. Expires February 28, 2023. RX number 1193897. National Drug Code, NDC, 1366804299. Get Drug Information, button. Okay, so we can get more information about the drug itself by going to that button. I don't think we're going to do that today. I'm going to go back to the screen, the previous screen, so find back. Button. Back, back button. Back button. Now, double they, tap to navigate. I want to. I back didn't to try this, screen. but I'm gonna. Button. I want to do it. And at the very bottom, it says um, scan and uh, scan again. Spoken RX prescription. Get more details. Scan again. Button. Okay, so I think what that's going to allow us to do is scan another prescription. So I put another prescription over here where I can reach it and back to pharmacy. Scan again. Button. Ready to scan. Okay, so it's ready. And I'm holding the phone vertically, and I'm getting the prescription up close to it. CVS, back button. I think it Double got it. Double tap to navigate. I don't back know to why previous it's not screen. making, when I'm recording, it's not making the funny sound it makes. Spoken RX, Here heading. Here we go. Prescription, in- prescription information, heading. Patient name, Deborah M. Hill. Prescription, Synthroid 88 micrograms tablet, dosage, tablet, directions, take one tablet by mouth every day, prescription number, 1171031, toolbar, pause, button. So, that is basically my demo of the Spoken Rx from CVS Pharmacies. So just to summarize, it isn't works inside the CVS pharmacy app on either an iPhone or an Android phone. And pharmacies won't automatically give it to you, so you do need to talk to them. I called at one point and talked to a pharmacist, and then sometime later when I hadn't heard anything, I was in the pharmacy to get a uh, my second shingle shot, and I asked the pharmacist then about it, 
and she said that they were just going to get it and to check with her in a few days and I did and they had it so if you want to use it you need to be a little on the persistent side to make sure your pharmacy gets it also if they tell you that while they're encoding the tag that it didn't seem to work tell them to make sure to recode it because my pharmacist did that she wasn't sure that it had worked and she did it again and and the tag works Um, the tags are RFID tags that are on the um, that they generate from your prescription so it doesn't seem like it's all that difficult for them to do either So that's basically my demo for the day. I hope everyone has a very good day and take care and stay safe. Great job. Um, Great job. Just a couple notes, Debbie. Number one is all stores are now to be in compliance. They had till the end of, well, they had to, um, the end of December to get on board and get this done. And you do have to be persistent. I'll just keep talking here a minute until uh, Debbie comes back because we want to talk about the care pass and the different ways you can get your prescriptions. So um, anybody on the panel have any questions while we Wait on Debbie. If they um, put something in your record so that if you transfer to another drugstore in their chain, that that drugstore gets the information that they're supposed to use that. That's actually a good question. They, They are supposed to do that. Now, we're going to find that out firsthand. We're going to find that out firsthand. Uh, as to what exactly happens in that particular situation. Because if it doesn't transfer, you're going to have some messed up people because everybody has to transfer a prescription for one reason or another at some point. Right. Right. But I am told that that is the case. Now, we're going to find that out. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, and I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen because we had to, you know, work to get that done, to get it into their profile. And so I'll be asking that question because we thought we were going to go to one drugstore. That drugstore closed back in Indianapolis. We only need it for one month. You know, it's hardly, you know, they probably won't like that. But in, in some months that we'll be there, we, we need it. So that is that is a good question. But they're supposed to. I wonder if Chris or Dave could give Debbie a call, see if she uh, can get back into the meeting. I have sent her a text. Okay. She just dropped off, didn't she? Um, yes. It is a it is a pretty straightforward, simple process when you read it. You know, 
I don't think they're as far along as the one you use, Dave. The one, I think they're just a tad bit more refined and the the one that you use on your Invasion. Yeah, the, the one, one from Yeah, that's Invasion. the script talk. Script talk, And right. they've been at it a lot longer. Right. But... It seems like it picks up uh, the tag faster. The script talk than this one does. Right. So, the other thing that... And Debbie can pick this up when she comes back. But they've got three ways you can pick up your drugs. You can elect at the time of when you're looking at your app, it changes when the prescription's ready, you click on it. It gives you three choices of how you want your prescription. A, you can go pick it up. B, you can have it mailed to you where it comes however they mail it, FedEx or however they mail it, but it takes about one to two days. It comes to you in the mail. Now, these options are free options. They don't cost anything. But maybe you've let time run away a little bit. Maybe your doctor's office didn't get it in. And you want home delivery. Well, they've teamed up with Shipped all over the country. And I think other providers in other cities, if you don't have Shipped in your market, they will also do same-day delivery. Now, the same-day delivery, they have bundled with something called CarePass. So it costs you four ninety-five a month or... a year to have care pass. And what that does is give you unlimited delivery from the pharmacy of your drug. You just fill it out, they send you a text back and, and they prepare your drug right then and within an hour or two your prescription is at your door right there. So it's three ways you can get it done. By either going in in person, having it shipped to you, maybe if you're not in the biggest hurry for it, or C, if you want it right now, but you do have to sign up for Care Pass, which is a simple process, so that's, that's not a complicated thing. And you're able to be able to do that. So to get it that way. So, three ways you can get your prescription delivered. I also... We're we're still waiting for... She did call, but... Something must have happened. Something happened, because... I got the answering machine. Okay. Well, we'll just kind of go on. Pam, uh, we'll be glad to talk to you, and this is about the prescription drugs. Okay. Yeah. Do, you to, do you want me to ask her to unmute until yeah. we find out? Right. Go, Pam, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes. Uh, is this 
this particular this spoken Iraq does it work with people's insurance um, as in Blue Cross or Aetna or whatever Okay, it doesn't Pam. have anything to do, it with, doesn't have anything to do with insurance. Yeah, There's, because if you listen to the demo, it, uh, it, it said that her prescription cost was $3. Right. That, I so, know what the cost of those no. medications is. All right. But we're going down the wrong trail here. Spoken Rx is a program written by CVS Drugs. It has nothing to do with whether your prescription costs a dollar or $10,000. That particular service is free. So insurance has nothing to do with it. It's a program that was that ACB signed with CVS, an agreement which took several years to put into effect. And so that's why insurance has nothing to do with it. You you could come in with no insurance, Pam, and it would still okay. work. Okay, well okay. With reference to this uh, particular service versus Script Talk, does CVS still work with the Script Talk people? No, no, they do not. No, if if it's written by CVS, if it's if your drug is fulfilled by CVS, it does not work with Script Talk because they though. This is this is kind of convoluted to say, but Script Talk, um, Spoken RX is a is kind of done by Script Talk, so they promote it too. It's just a different version, and it's written for the CVS chain of drug stores. Do, do we think there will ever come a point in time that this stuff will be standardized throughout the? various pharmacies to where we can all get what we need from wherever well you've got a gazillion drugstores out there you've got your independent operators your small ones you've got your larger ones people like Walgreens who just seem to ignore they don't care right they they just seem to ignore so um, they don't care. So the answer is, unless it's legislated and they're told they have to, they're mandated. Um, CVS just signed in another agreement where they're going to make the website accessible so you can schedule COVID shots. So oh, wow. that that that's a big thing, and it really could have been big maybe a year or two ago, but at least it's there and will be coming now. So that's a step in the right direction. It means they're at least thinking forward. Thank you for the information. I do appreciate it. Excellent demo from the lady. Yeah. Now, it, like I said, it works with either one of the programs. I, my my transition to CVS was not as smooth, maybe, as Debbie's. I got there, got my, I got all, I got to CVS. I, I transferred over from Walmart, and I. That's where some of the the, the problems began, but 
for whatever reason, when I would pull up my CVS app, it wouldn't give me any of my prescriptions. I had no knowledge of what I had ordered, what I had taken. I had to call the 800 number two or three times, finally got the right person. They got the problem fixed, but it took weeks to get that problem fixed. So once that problem got fixed, then I had full functionality and I was able to do it. Our CVS here locally in Naples, they have a problem with the phone. They don't answer it. It may take a couple hours and then maybe we'll get hung up on. It's a real, real crapshoot to to get in on the phone. I've had other people say that their phone says is much, 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 much better. So maybe this ought to be one of the stores going. But once that all got fixed, then I was able to see my prescriptions that when the new ones came in, I was able to order, place that order, and do that by myself. And no problem. So, but it does work very definitely. And like we told Pam, it is not connected with any insurance company. You do not have to pay a dime for it. So have you guys heard anything else, Dave and Chris? No, we haven't. Uh, Something had to happen because that's just not something she would do. I mean, unless something happened. Yeah. Wow. Um, I tried calling her phone and I got her home and I got a voicemail. So. Hmm. Well, um, a couple other things about it. Jenny, do you have any other observations? Because you've been using it now for about three months. Could be. Well, it definitely works, and I'm glad that, they, that they're that they doing it because, I mean, it, it does help for you to know, especially the dosages of what you're taking, so you can be sure that's really what you're supposed to be taking. Um, and there's a little learning curve to it, like learning how far to hold the phone from the from the bottle and things like that. But, um, that part of it is okay. Some phones, like the Android, and I can't speak for the iPhone. I've got one, and I, I don't know if I've tried it on the iPhone. You don't even have to load the app. You can just put your... Uh, bottle against the phone and it'll read it anyway. So I didn't have that much luck. I had to load the app, but Yeah. And then it took it a while even after I loaded the app for me to get get it to read. I had to actually go down and hit the scan button or something because it didn't do it like it did for her in the demo. I had to go and hit the scan button for it to do it. So you were, you were talking about delivery. I know that I use my drugstore's Walgreens. Now they don't, I I'm not doing them with. I'm going to transfer to CVS, but they have uh, free delivery if you want to wait two to three business days, or you, you, the same day delivery. It's seven dollars and ninety five cents. No, this is this is free seven. Uh, well, with the exception, you buy the um, Care Pass, 
but it pays for itself in one visit. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Well, when Uh, you get cash back from the Care Pass, because it gives you, like, well, right now, like $10 a month of of spendable cash. That I can buy something in the the drugstore. So that that part is working, you know, works well. I mean, that part. But at least you've got the options. Now, I'm seeing they and Walmart are a little... Uh, they're a little faster. There we go. And they're just a little bit faster. Um, on the shipping, Jeff, how long did it finally take you to get your prescription from Walgreens? Um, Actually, it was very quick. I put my prescription in on a Wednesday, and by Friday I had my prescription. Um, But it's a little weird with Walgreens because I have three different drugs that I take. I have lisinopril, amylodipine, and simvastatin, and you would and I, and the way you had to do it, you had to tell each the pharmacy you wanted to have each drug delivered to your to your apartment. So I thought that I would get three different packages, but they didn't do it that way, and it and they used FedEx, FedEx to do the delivery. But right. it's, but it's they a delivered, kludgy. yeah. But it worked. But it worked. But was it labeled? No. No. Is that acceptable in this day and age in 2020? Not at all. Not as far as I'm concerned. No. Um, it's not acceptable. Um, I I know my drugs. If, it's, if I had a lot of different drugs, it would be different. I know the feel of each of the pills. I know what they feel like. And I can actually have a, I have a flatbed scanner and I can put the, the uh, bottle on the scanner and it can kind of read the label and stuff. And I actually had to use Ira to make sure I was right on the on the drugs. But no, that's not acceptable. And I no, is that and when I went to Walgreens to ask them about the pre-recorded message in front of the they didn't even know what I was talking about, and I just didn't even want to. I didn't have the patience to waste my time. No, and those things fall off. Do we have any other questions? Just raise your hand, and we will entertain those about the prescriptions. We're hoping Debbie gets back soon, but if not, I think we've trained ourselves to be experts on this little topic. Um, but I would urge you also to make sure that you have the not only your local CVS number, but also have the CVS.com telephone number and have that. So that if you've got problems with the local store, if they tell you they can't do it, they can't. So don't take well we'll we'll get it soon or it's a afterthought um, don't let that happen does anybody else um, ex- exclusively here while we're talking about this topic does anybody else have their prescriptions um, labeled do they to use the other system. Well, we use the uh, Chris and I use the script talk here, but from what I understand, the CVS works pretty well too. So, well, no, it, it you know it's just a matter of convenience. Now, Chris, you get yours from Thompson Drugs. Do they do they mark your bottles? Do they uh, label? She'll be back here 
She'll be back here in a minute. Okay. Oh, they don't. Oh, she said they they don't mark the bottles. Okay. Well, it sounds interesting, Dave. I don't take that much stuff. I mean, it would be nice, but it would be nice, but um. Well. You know, it's also a hassle to switch all your stuff. Well, I know, and I understand that, but some things aren't about just me, 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 me. We have to think about the good of, and I'm not, you know, in your particular case, but if we don't push them, then we're not going to get these things done either. You know. Well, the other thing is if we don't use these services, they they could go away too. I, I got a letter from... Um, the one you use, Dave, and they're begging to find people to use the service. So that's why we encourage the the drugstore. You know, and I realize everybody has a different case scenario, but I would urge you, if you can, please do use it. Um, Do we have a question from Julie? We do have a hand raised from Julie. Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, I use the script talk and I use it through Walmart. And um, now I don't have to hold my certain distance from the phone. I just put it up to the phone. Just up to the ear part of the phone. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, and it and it reads and that's what it said to do. And um, and then my insurance company tried to get it, but I needed to get it a machine with that which the machine was free too but I thought why do that when I've got it on my phone right it, yeah Walmart does a good job on that Walmart Sam's Club Just I was just checking here locally there's seven places seven places that have accessible prescriptions when we go back to Indianapolis there was only one well, two now with CVS drugs. That's all there was in a much, much bigger city. Wow! Well, you, you said your your drugstore was closing. The one that you let you would, that you would normally use in Indianapolis. Is there another one that's near that's nearer to you that you can use as well? Right. Yeah, they are closing, Jeff. I think there. No, I was gonna, is there another one that you can use? Yes. Besides? Oh yes. Or oh, yes, or I can just have. What I may do is just have them mail it from here since, you know, I can have it shipped. I don't think the they're going to do the day delivery, I, but I could at least get it, get them shipped to me in a day or two. They're drugs that you can wait on. But now the script talk, any, but any pharmacy could decide to use it if they want to where the CVS is just proprietary to CVS. Right, if they chose to. But we've got pharmacies begging to get customers so that they can use it and they won't use it or have not signed up for it or we're not doing a very good job of getting people to use, you know, any of the options and that's all we ask is is the options. It's now like, in Iowa and I think and hopefully other places since you know High V is in other states, uh, the High V pharmacies I think they use Script Talk too. Yes, they, they do. They they use Script Talk also. Publix right down the street here does. So, 
and so does Winn-Dixie. I mean, there's a lot of grocery stores with big pharmacies that do, that need yeah. to be commended. I don't care which one they're using, as long as they use it. Like yeah. anything else that offers accessibility, though, if it doesn't get promoted, people don't ask about it, and then they don't see any reason to do it. I mean, it's the same way with if it's utility bills that you that you make so people can read them or anything else. If that's not promoted so people know about it, right? then they don't ask about it. And then the companies go, well, we only have two people that really want to do that. So maybe it's not worth the money we pay to do it. Well, you know they could promote it for, you know, for seniors because if you're having vision problems and you have a smartphone or you can get the machine... It's a great idea. Um, sometimes, in some cases, it might be good for people who might have some memory problems. Exactly, um, yeah. You know, so... Um, I mean, it's not just blind people. There's a lot of senior citizens that can't yeah. see that little print on those That's right. Labels. That's right. And that would be great for them. And so, you know, when my mom had to have a home health person come in um, you know and this nurse would talk about you know some of I mean not tell who they were I think but talk about some of the kinds of clients and so um, when I found out this was when I was just first finding out information about script chalk I printed it out for her so that she could you know talk to some of her clients about it or maybe they could talk to some of the pharmacies about it and try to get something going that's a good idea. Very good. I just, I just wanted to let you know that I'm here again. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I lo- I, yeah, this is Debbie Hill. I lost internet connection. Can you believe of all the days in the world, and because I'm on Comcast, I have no um, landline, and then for some reason, I had put uh, Chris had sent me the information about getting into the meeting and for some reason that wouldn't show up on my cell phone so the craziness I had to go through to get in is uh, 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 interesting we're, we're, <laughs> but, so, um, we're so sorry we've yeah. covered while you're gone I covered the care pass I covered the different ways to you know the three options to pay and and various things like that, but you, if there's anything else you yeah, want it, to just cover. a couple of quick, yeah, just a couple of quick things that I noticed in the setting. Number one, the tag, um, just to be sure, the tag is it's really glossy feeling and it's round, um, so it's pretty identifiable on the package. Um, the other thing was um, when I was at first, the first time I talked about holding the phone up you have to hold it up vertically and then you hold the prescription you really you're aiming it at the camera on the the, and it's the back camera uh of the phone um and the other thing is there was a one place where we went into the more details on the on the prescription and it was a back button and and it's in the typical place it's in the upper left of the screen for you to go back to um, so, and um, so that's those were a couple of quick things that I while I was listening to it that I you know that I saw. 
So, any any other questions? Well, we have a hand that's raised, Debbie, and I'll see if, if that person... We have a 225. Is that Pierre? I'm not that's, sure that. that's Pierre. That's that's where you're going to get the Bella report on Saturday. So go ahead, Pierre. Pierre, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, here I am. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, like, um, okay, my, uh, people who don't have iPhones, do they have a... Uh, a, a machine that you can put your bottle on, like uh, like Script Talk does. Yes. As far as I know, do they? Okay. Yes, they do. You just have to ask for it through the pharmacy. And Debbie, while you were gone, I also advocated if you don't get what you want at the local pharmacy. Uh, Ask your one of your devices for the toll-free number to cvs.com. They'll make sure that you get a um, one of those um, devices so you can do that. Oh, he didn't even wait for my answer. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he got yeah. cut off because he normally doesn't do that. So yeah, but anyway, the the. The device, the reader is there. Debbie, can you just talk briefly again, just about how you started to get the, how, how, what process you did to get the, um, the, the labels for your bottles? Did you just go to your local store? Or did you have to call the national number first? No, I call. I went to my local store and told them about it. I saw a press release about it back in, like, say November, and then I started. I called the store, asked them about it. I think I may have called twice at least, and um, there wasn't anything. At first, I got the, oh, I don't know about that answer, but then that was from a different, that was from a pharmacy tech. And then I asked to speak to the pharmacist at one point, and we did that. And then one one day, um, it's kind of a, a human interest story. Um, I went to the pharmacy, like I said in, the, um, in my presentation, to get my second shingles vaccine and I was talking with the pharmacist she was doing the vaccine and I said to her have you heard anything about the spoken Rx and what was kind of ironic at the time she said later then I asked her to help me get to an entrance of the store um, and later she said you know I didn't realize you were blind until you asked about spoken Rx so evidently she thought I was making it up you know, eye contact, but she she didn't realize I was blind when I was there. So anyway, just a, just one of those aside. But I talked to her, and she said, "Call me in a few days to check." And that's when I when I called back, she said, "Yes, I've got it." And that's when. Um, so it did take a little while um, to to get it, and some of it was just me. I didn't need a prescription. A little bit of time passed. Um, but now, you know, now I've got it on. I'm getting, and she said they set it up in your profile that you need those. So every time they produce the prescription, they also produce the tag and put it on and put it on the bottle. Um, now you, ha- so you have the CVS. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You have the CVS Care Pass card as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes. Is that yes. the one that looks like a little thing that goes on your keychain? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. 
and I and I you know I don't use it that often, but to have it available to to um, get the the delivery, it, it, you know, it's worth it to me. Um, but I do you know I do have it. How, Debbie, has your mileage been on phone service with CVS? I have found that to be one of the maybe it's an individual store thing but ours is terrible um i'm resorted to taking my android phone and hitting that button and they stay on hold for you and then it beeps when you're ready for somebody to talk to you we, we're talking about an hour or two on the phone is yours that with bad your individual yeah with your individual store yes okay Mine has been a little bit better. I certainly haven't waited for an hour. But one of the interesting things about CVS is there's certain things um, that they will not do over the phone. For instance, um, I wasn't feeling really well this one day, so I just called to get them to, I needed the prescription um, that day. And when I called, they said, you're, your credit card's not in the not in the system. And I said, can I give it to you? And they said, no, you have to put it in. And you have to do it somewhere, you know, somewhere else, either on the computer or on the phone. Um, so they're very, they're, I, I'm sure that's a security thing. Um, so they're very careful about that. So that they wouldn't do. He also couldn't arrange over the phone to get the same day delivery. Um, so I had to, I had to, you know, work with that. And I, I even said to the guy, and he was a pharmacy tech. I even said to him, you know, this is no fun when you're not feeling well, and you, <laughs> you know, and then you have to figure out how to get around this. And I didn't want to go to the store because of not feeling well. Um, so there, uh, there are a few glitches in it, but as much as you can, you know, if you have the iPhone or whatever, as much as you can set up. Um, before you do any orders the more you can do the better much better and I've had days when I felt bad and I, I went through the same struggle so I I kind of understand but it yeah, also it, it beats my to store is pretty really responsive you should you should hear when you go in there the phone is just they, they don't have a phone ringing but you hear this voice that says phone on for pharmacy form for pharmacy, you know, and it, it like, goes oh, off all the time. It's, yeah. like, you know, an automated voice um, that, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, these guys are, you know, they're really busy. But, but you take um, a lift Yeah, you take a lift there. That. Yeah, Debbie, you take a lift there once or twice. You've already paid for your care pass, and, you know, if you have to take a lift, if... Like, yeah. we're not in an area where we can take the bus to CVS. So, and there's not one. I mean, it's within a mile, but you have to cross a super highway to get to it. So, it, it's it's not always, you know, that, that care pass is a lifesaver. If, yeah. if you yeah, can get it, it really set is. up. It's very, it's very helpful. We have a hand raised from Bill in Chicago. Bill, if if you would unmute yourself, do you have a question for Debbie from uh, concerning the CVS? Uh, please unmute yourself, Bill. Yeah, she was mentioning about she didn't feel well one day, 
did you would you do run out of your medication and didn't get it refilled or how how was that that you called because now I of course naturally I do Walgreens I've done Walgreens for years and Walgreens text me on the phone they also email me and they also call me on my landline saying it's time for your refill you have so many days left do you want to refill the prescription and you just you answer back yes or no and you do oh, it no this, so. this was one of those situations where I had uh, I had some dental work done and um, they we and it was you know reasonably extensive and stuff and so I needed and, and I wasn't feeling well when I came home so oh, okay. the, you that, mean like this a had nothing to do with, yeah, this was just an individual. I thought you had you know. a prescription you ran out. And you oh, no, 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 right. no, they're good about that. I get texts yeah. also, and right. and um, they call, and, you know, so, yeah, they, they, you've got a lot of choices and with CVS and how to do that. Well, I, I had the same kind of problem, Debbie, but I had it with Walgreens, and I could not get it to deliver my pharmacy, my drugs on the, on the phone. No matter what I did, the button didn't work. And I called them, and they said, well, you have to do it on the iPhone, and you have to, and I said, but the next time I called them back, I actually spoke to the head pharmacist, and he says, she says, you ask for me, and you ask for the, anyone in a pharmacy, not a pharmacy tech, and we'll, we'll take care of it over the phone for you with no problem. So, you know, like, like Bill says, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But, you know, just because somebody, you know, you, you do the best you can, and I mean, that's all you can do. And these situations come up for all of us from time to time. So, you know, they just do. Do we have any other questions for Debbie concerning accessible farming? Well, there aren't any hands raised, but if you have a question, would you like to raise your hand? You can do so, or you can call, uh, what's, I keep forgetting our toll-free number. Oh, um, it's 646 um Five five eight eight six five. No, 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 no. Oh, oh wow, that was seven. The other one. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. They all work. I'm sorry about that. It, it's six four six eight seven six nine nine two three, and the meeting ID is two eight seven seven two three four six zero zero. Remember, Jeff, we unified all of that. So I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> Several My months fault. ago, I'm sorry about it. that, Bill. Things <laughs> happen. Yeah, I think we've got one, Beth, maybe. But you know, it, it is really an important thing, and it's something. And they've asked me this, you know, from Envision. If you know of somebody, please, please, please urge them to do this. It's not that you know because. We want to make it accessible for everybody to get a prescription drug that wants that. And you can go from the simplest technology, from a standalone machine, you can use that if that fits your needs best. You can go to the iPhone. You can go to the website and do it. Um, and can do all kinds of different ways. I guess Pam's raised her hand. Can you unmute yourself, Pam, please? Yes. Um, just quickly, do, do they have a limit as to how many drugs they will uh, put these tags on per month? 
The answer is no, no, no. I mean, if you're getting no, a million no. a it's month. Anytime you have a prescription filled, though, it, it's just, you know, it's just like somebody filling a prescription. It's just part of the process. And it, from the way it seems, it's fairly, um, you know, it's fairly easy um, to do. So, you know, it, it just seems like they probably have like a gun or something that they point at it and it, and it encodes it. I'm not sure about that. I made that one up. <laughs> but it, it, there's no problem with that. They'll just do it whatever prescriptions you've got. And I know with Walgreens, they, they charge you per, per uh, a, after the first one, they charge you for the labels, at least they used to. Oh, for that stupid thing they put on the yes. bottle. That doesn't yes. even yes. last. bottle that doesn't stay on there. Shame on ACB for signing any agreement like that for that kind of service from Walgreens. I am sorry, but that is dreadful. They come off as soon as you got home with them. Um, most pharmacies waive that anyway, but still, that wasn't an effective way to do. No. Prescription. No. Well, no, because you had to choose which medicine was the most important because you were going to only get so many of those things. And they didn't, they had to record it manually. And they didn't want to do that when you got a new prescription. No, it, it was just, not, not at all. That thank is, you for your help. All right. Not so good. But we just got to keep plugging away. Do we have another call, Jeff? We do. Julie, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, and sometimes they don't get them put on. And I used to go in a pharmacy with a friend, and if they didn't have it on and she didn't have time to wait, and I insist that they put them on because, um, because if they think they can get away with that with one person, they'll try to get away with it with people who really seriously have to have, to have those labels and so don't want them to do that now when I started doing it with a text if I could say more than yes then I would remind them to put the label on but yeah you know, they... sometimes it doesn't want you to say more than yes but at first I could say more than yes so I reminded them to put the label on so and so I'm only just beginning with this, but from what my pharmacist told me, um, she um, she said that it's in my profile. So anytime you know that's in the computer, so anytime a prescription is filled, there's no doubt that it'll be put on. And I've received some of the prescriptions through the mail, and sure enough, they're on. So um, I think because of the computer system that it's pretty, you know, you, you probably have a 99.9% chance that the label's going to be there. Right, and every pharmacy should be able just to put that in each prescriber's uh, profile. But, you know, it's amazing, you know, some of those folks will just kind of try not to do it and hope that somebody will say, oh, that's okay. Yeah, Walmart will... Try to slip that in every once in a while, but you just got to tell them, hey, no, 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 no. There's no reason it should not be in your profile. I think the biggest reason we're going to tell you to be vigilant on 
on medicines is Jenny's example. Debbie, she went, we were switching over to CBS, but we hadn't got there yet. She, we went from Walgreens that we used in Indiana, switched to Walmart while we were waiting on CBS to get ready. But in the meantime, without her knowing and it wasn't on the bottle, Walmart transposed the figures on her thyroid medicine. It was a, ge- a generic, but it boosted her thyroid medicine way up, which affected her system. She then, and the doctor caught it, and now uh, they have to bring her back down slowly to get her back to the right level. But these bottles are clearly marked. You know that they've brought it down, and you know what the what the dosage is that that she has to have. And I noticed on yours, Debbie, yours is like Jenny's. They gave you the original version of the Synthroid and not a generic version of that, if, if I re- heard your prescription correctly when you yeah, were reading yeah. one of those. They, so, they yeah, really I, missed I, I, I was I was very, um, this is interesting, my, my uh, I, I moved here to Pittsburgh in July, and my doctor wrote the prescription for levothyroxine, um, but when I talked to the pharmacy, the pharmacy called, told me the prescription was ready, Oh, no, I called in because when I got that uh, call that it was ready, it said it was levothyroxine, and I called and I said, no, I want Synthroid. Um, Because if anybody remembers the talk I did about uh, the medication and how medications develop, um, thyroid medicine is one of the ones that if you start on Synthroid, you probably shouldn't change to the generic. So I told the pharmacist, and he said, "Oh, I can do that," which was wonderful. So from now on, now I get I get the centroid. You know what's wrong? Just a, you know, but that's that's terrible. What happened to you? Um, I've had doctors that. argue with me for years over taking centroid as opposed to levothyroxine. But yeah. I mean, they really messed my dose up. I was taking originally zero point one two five micrograms. And they changed it to one two five. And what what wow. a difference! And so, <laughs> yeah. but if That's she would have been, dose. if <laughs> if she had read it and understood it and knew it, then this probably wouldn't yeah. have happened. Then so, she got it right away. Said, "Hey, this is the wrong prescription." So, so if you go to a drugstore, are there any other? I'm going to need to go. Okay. Um, are there any other prescriptions or questions about it? And I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Well, you can't help enough. that. So oh. we really want to thank you for taking the time. But I guess you're kind of preaching to the choir. But still, <laughs> we have to get the word out. Thanks, Debbie. Yeah, definitely. Yes. By the way, guys, I do have the toll-free number for CBS if anyone wants it. That's a good thing to give. Okay, it's 
7287. And Debbie, again, thank you. You're quite welcome. You're free to go. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. And Beth, I noticed your hand raised. Did you have a question? Well, I, I want a little bit of a comment. The bottles that I've been getting, of the medications, all of them seem to have, well, I get them from CVS, but they all have really good labels that they stick on there real tight. And so everything's been going okay with that. But could I please tell you something real quick? I, I heard from Gail earlier. She's without her computer for a while. She's hoping to get it back sometime today. Oh, okay. She wanted to let have me let you know that. So okay. I wanted to let you know real quick. Now, uh, one quick question, Beth. Yes. How do you get your prescriptions read to you? Do you uh, do you use an iPhone? Do you use a machine? Or I've you got just... the machine, the Spoken RX. Right. So you do have the machine. That's good. Yeah, and I like it. And, and I I liked the script talk well, too when I had that, but I'm thinking that the Spoken RX seems like it's it's better it's getting better i guess because at first they didn't have everything on the label but eventually i guess they they start they're starting to put more information on the label and i'm real happy with that i'm going to suggest and i don't know maybe the store would get me in trouble but everybody that is one of those spoken rx companies may want to get a backup one you know, to have in case your phone's whatever, 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 and you just, you know, need to put it in a place where you keep your medicine. It's just not a bad idea at all. Right. No, not at all. Anything else, Beth? Um, well, I'm, I'm trying to think. The other things that I had wanted to talk about don't have anything to do with this No, topic. Uh, we're... we're we're okay now. We oh, the, the oh, guest okay. is gone. No, I I I've been trying to figure out the last few weeks. Sounds kind of strange, but I've been trying to figure out the last few weeks what to do about stalkers and bullies. I got to confess, I've got someone the last few weeks, some a resident in this building. He knows what he's doing, too, but he's been retaliating. He's he's over the last few weeks pounded on my window and my door even though he had even so much has been given a restraining order not to do it and if I told you what he called me last week you'd I'm afraid the radio station be kicked off the air and I don't want that how old is this person yeah I think he's he he could be in his 60s it's hard to say he's not senile but unfortunately what's been happening is he's well he's an alcoholic and I'm not saying all alcoholics do this stuff but I know that I, I the alcoholics that I have known over the years have been pretty bad ones if they just really wanted their alcohol and and they, they act horrible when they do when they get it and so I know he doesn't have dementia or Alzheimer's but it's been getting to the point not that I want to break down, but it's been getting to the point where where my emotions have been going squirrely every day. Well, what does management say? Well, they're doing what they can to get him out of here. The first, he was supposed to be out of here by Monday of this week, the 11th. 
and somehow last week the judge uh, amended that order and said that you didn't have to be out of here until the 18th and I'm thinking if that isn't wimpy, wimpy I don't know what it is what is and it just he has it, to go the other people in the building beside you yeah he has and um, he has he, he he put something on someone else the door the shelf right by another resident's door and she was able to show it to management and he also last um, a week ago this past Saturday put his trash bag on my my apartment door and I found out from a police officer when I called in fact I hadn't had to call 911 half as much in, in, in other places as I have the last couple of weeks here in this apartment building but he actually the officer when she was here she said I checked it to see if we checked inside to see if, if if we could find something that would prove that it's his, she said he had the restraining order paper in there. I'm thinking, boy, that well, takes a lot of nerve. <laughs> it's in their best interest to get him out of there because some residents' relatives or somebody's going to sue, especially if he would happen to do anything. You know, and the, they must not have much of a security staff if this stuff continues well, to go on and on and on and where right. he's not. I don't know what people are allowed to say here or, or what they're not allowed to say, but I just. What do the help. police say? Do they just say it's a matter for them to resolve, or what do they say? Well, they have said that this has got to stop and even the judge said a couple weeks ago he said or, or there, there were three judges that took his case and I'm, I'm not happy about that it's got to be one because too many cooks spoil the broth I know that but the, the second judge he did release him after being in jail a couple times <coughs> and then he said the guy's name and he said this has to stop otherwise you're going back to jail and you're going to stay there until your court date and his court date is May 25th. Now, were you at the courtroom when the judge made that order? Um, I was, actually, because we were doing it virtually. And, you know, Jeff, that this Zoom thing is, I think it's beautiful, because we we were even on Zoom with the, the hearings. So I was actually able to be in that, and the, a, a couple of the directors here at the sanctuary were able to be in here with me to watch that hearing as well. I can tell you, I watch YouTube videos. I mean, YouTube. I have. I'm a. I'm, I, I always wanted to be a lawyer, and unfortunately, I never did. But I watch all these live courtroom proceedings on the internet um, when I've got nothing to do, and uh, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because they're trying to get him evicted. So they gotta, they they gotta do a termination of tenancy. Then they've got to uh, go through a bunch of, of hoops. Uh, sometimes you think that the tenants have more rights than the landlords. So I know what you're going through, Beth. But really scary, uh, the, yeah, because, first time I mean, he hurts one of those tenants, or you know, then then they're in real trouble. So yeah, and I, I was told that he couldn't hurt anyone because he can hardly walk. And I said, "You're going to give me that?" And and I said, "He can walk by my window, and he can pound on my window. He pound three times each time he did it." And I'm like, one one time when he did it, I said disobeying a restraining order 
And then I called 911 again. So it was happening pretty much every week. There was one time, the first time it happened, I was having to call 911 on Friday night once, on Saturday morning, or no, Saturday morning, Saturday night rather, and then Sunday morning and Sunday evening. And then the police officer on Sunday evening of that weekend, he said it was the same police officer for the, the, the whole weekend. And he said, Beth, if you have to call me six times tonight, you call me six times tonight. He said, I'm giving him a citation. He does this again. He's going to jail. He did it the next morning. And that was his first time going to jail, at least here in here that I know of. And I guess he was he was just screaming and yelling and freaking out because they were taking him to the Sherburne County Jail and I'm thinking well good you know he's maybe eventually he'll learn to behave himself but he'd rather have his alcohol and drink day and night night and day and that's not a good thing well I won't knock on your window Beth I promise (laughs) I trust you Jeff but no there was a guy here last week he could be a smart aleck and he and I like to joke with each other about all kinds of things but he said I heard you know, he said the, the person's name he said I heard he's going to be moving in to the apartment right next door to you and then I did a dumb thing by joking back and said no I heard that he was going to be moving in with you so he'll be living with you and that joke was done in poor taste so that for that I apologize yesterday I said to this fellow we're not going to joke about him anymore because last Friday's that was a joke at mine and his expense I said it, it really brings back too many scary memories for me where alcoholism is concerned. Thank you, Beth. You're welcome, and thank you guys for your, your good listeners, I'll tell you. <laughs> thank Thanks. you. Good luck, Beth. Thank Joe you. Sorensen, you're up next. Audio now on new. Hello, good morning here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 37 degrees, fair skies up to 57. Tonight we have freeze warning, if you can believe it, down to 32. And April is National Poetry Month. This Saturday we're having our state poetry convention on Zoom. It's great on Zoom. Yeah, good morning, everybody. And so that's going to be rather interesting. It'll be our first Zoom convention. It's it's a day-long thing, but it's well worth it because it presentations and then you have uh, an open mic where you can read your own read poetry and stuff like that so it's going to be quite you know quite fun actually and so but uh, yesterday the wind was howling like mad we've got everybody that we've got like four wildfires going on right now as I speak uh, throughout the state so and so it's it's kind of dangerous in the fire areas. Just pray that they all get yeah get when, put out soon. When you smell this, can you smell the smoke from the wildfires from your from your apartment if you go outside? I, no, I can't. But because uh, they're too far away, there's there's they're not in the city. There um, there were times some some time ago when when we could, but not right now, fortunately. But there there were actually times. Yes, you, so you can either smell it or I go outside and I see this huge um, cloud of haze. And but what's interesting is that in the West, they when the sun sets, it made for really spectacular sunsets. 
Yeah, it does because I, I I have a little tiny bit of vision. And he I, could and he could see that. If I, if I can see it, which is which barely. Oh, I have that sunset looks really, oh, it makes it a kind of a spectacular, it's unfortunate circumstance, but what it, what, what it does for the sunset, just visually. It's amazing, yeah. I know we're a few hours from Canada, but there were forest fires in, in Canada, and we could actually smell the smoke from the fire, forest fires in our neighborhood. I, live, I don't live in the city, I live um, in the suburbs, so... I get outside and what's burning? It's burning, and my apartment manager says that's the forest fires from Canada, and they mentioned it on the radio. This was a few years ago. Oh yeah. And I didn't realize that the the smell of the of the smoke could travel that far, but it, oh yeah, uh, oh, they yeah. Got, it, it can travel a long way. Sure can. Oh yeah. They got so close to us a few a couple years ago here that when you went out on the lanai with the windows open, you you could smell the smoke. It was like you were sitting out by a by a campfire. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if you think about the forest fires, show, then uh, maybe you could start listening to the uh, 1812 Overture by Tchaikovsky with the sound of the cannon roaring in the back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 1812 Overture, yeah. And there's there, there's some orchestras that do it better than others. There There's some that have more sound effects than, oh, man, but the sound of the fireworks and those cannons. Oh, it is absolutely spectacular. I, I had bought the CD of the eighteen twelve overture by the Cincinnati or- Pops Orchestra. Eric Kunzel, I think, is the uh, oh yeah there. yeah. And and it said there's a label on there, and my my wife said to me, said Jeff, you, you better look at this label. And she said, it says, do not play the CD too loud, or else you will ruin your speakers because of the sound of the cannons. So oh, I re- wow. <laughs> oh wow. And, and I will tell you that it was it was just spectacular. I had them on in the headphones, and. Uh, my ex-wife said to me, but Jeff, I could hear the cannons and your headphones are on. You must have them too loud. I said, what did you say? I can't hear you. No, I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm only kidding. I'm no, only- no, that was good. I guess I got her to shut up, right? That's right. I- <laughs> oh, that's funny, Jeff. Super great. Well, good. you know, it's like when I was a kid and my... My mother would yell to me to turn down that stereo. It's the speakers are too loud. And I would point to the, spe- I would point to the volume knob. And and she thought I was going to turn it down, but I really never turned it down. It's called passive aggression, and you you, you say you're going to do something, but you don't. And finally, she says, "I said turn that down," and she turned it down. <laughs> I, I always got in trouble for things like that when I was a kid. Oh yeah, <laughs> naughty naughty boy. <laughs> That's true. Thanks, guys. Thank naughty you very much. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, Bill. We uh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Got you again, Bill. <laughs> Go ahead, unmute yourself. Real quick. Yeah, real yeah. Yes, real quick. Well we got rain here all the day and there's thunderstorms this afternoon. Anyway, you guys mentioned eighteen twelve overture. They haven't done it for a while because well the pandemic and then they just stopped doing it. The on the fourth of July the Chicago Symphony used to play in Grant Park on the third of July. And they'd always end the concert with the 1812 Overture. And when they come to the cannon part, they actually fired live cannons out over the lake. It was really live. It was really live cannons. They fired off on that time, and they'd have the fireworks. But that you know brought back memories. We used to go to that concert all the time. So, Bill, are you? Are you going to give us bad weather, or are we going to get good weather from you guys at some point here? Uh, you're going to get some bad weather, I think, because 
<laughs> no, this, this this is really okay. We're supposed to have severe severe thunderstorms this afternoon with possibly 50, 60 mile an hour winds. They say, and then but yesterday, now I I heard this. Well, they had storms out in Oklahoma, Western Iowa, and that. But I heard on my news about four o'clock Chicago time yesterday that I ninety four. Now, if anybody knows their highways, I ninety four going through North Dakota was closed due to a blizzard and 24 inches of snow. Uh. That was yesterday afternoon. Now that's probably the snow Tim's going to get up there. He's going to get snow up there. It's probably coming up his way. But but that was just afternoon at 4 o'clock Chicago time. I-94 was closed through North Dakota due to a blizzard and, and two feet of snow. They couldn't open it. Well, I have a, I have a nephew who lives out in Fresh uh, Prairie, Washington, which is about an hour north of Portland. And I think it was Monday, Portland had their first snowstorm ever in 80 years in Portland. And I talked to my sister last night, and she said uh, Jason had to plow snow Tuesday because he works for the county. He had to plow snow Tuesday. Around his house, he had four inches, but he had to go to the upper elevations and plow off anywhere from 12, 10 to 12 inches of snow. You know, they don't know so, what to do with that kind of snow out there, but they're not used to it. I know, I know, I know, they're not used to it, right? So you're probably going to get some bad weather. It's, it's, it always goes east, you know that, Chuck? I know yeah. that, yes, I do know that. <laughs> but, but did, you know, I did hear, last in the month, now get this, in the month of March, there were 728 tornadoes in the United States. Realize that's almost seven a day. Wow. More I've never seen a tornado. We we don't get them where I live in the Northeast, but yeah, a lot of places they don't hit because it's it's the weather keeps them down. Example, for example, most of those were down south, you know, in Louisiana, Mississippi. Oh, you know, I know Eastern, all about tornadoes. Yeah. Right. Well, you, you know, the thing that kept them from coming up our way was the cool weather. You know, we were in the we were in the forties and thirties, so tornadoes always follow the uh, like you would say the the uh, heat and cold line. So if your cold line moves farther north, well, then you're you're under a chance into tornadoes. That, that that's what they track. It, that's what makes it the hot and cold inversion. So, all right, well, I'll let you guys go. But it's, she, the, the Debbie was interesting. That was interesting. But you know, I've, I've never had any trouble with Walgreens. I've had done Walgreens all my life. And in fact, I never. In fact, when I fill my bottles, of course. I did this years ago. I, I brailed the lid on the bottle with the name. And, of course, been taking the same medication for a while, and the wife was, too. And when I called in, the pharmacist at the Walgreens I used, they always put it in the same size bottle, so I would just switch the lid. Bill, I don't I mean, think I it's the issue. I don't believe it's the issue with Walgreens that we're saying Walgreens is a bad store or anything. We're just saying oh, yeah, that right. they need to be more well, yeah, they, accessible. They need to get updated, right? They, they need to put in that Envision or Script right, Talk or right. They, something exactly, where you right. Because can you imagine the amount of, amount of Walgreens in the United States and all the people that have vision problems or senior citizens that use that stuff could use it? Yeah, I don't get that. So. No, what I'm what I'm saying is that's the we're not saying Walgreens is a bad or good drugstore. Now, right, I know that, but I'm saying I'm I'm surprised they don't go along with this uh, script talk or um, some type of device that right. would read the prescription with a better you know 
you know, because if you stop and think, look how many Walgreens are in the United States. I don't know how many because, like, the stores I deal with, like, 4,000-something and 5,000-something is their store numbers. Well, they number each store in the United States. And, well, you stop and think about that. Think of all the senior citizens or people with vision problems that need that. Right. Well, Walgreens has been urged to do it. Congress is Congress, and they wrote a law that said best practices. And, you know, this is the preferred way that we prefer you do it. They just preferred not to do it. So, right, uh, that's, that's the wrong word to put in there, preferred. Yeah. Should be do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. You know, and so they, they put that they put that loophole in there, preferred word. You know, just like just like uh, who was it? Was it Gail a minute ago or Beth talking about her trouble with the uh, where she's living? Well, you got to sometimes think who is the guy? How much influence does he have in the area or his family has? Because if he's been up with three different judges. And the judge, they said he had to be moved. And the judge said, no, we'll put off the 18th. There's something going on behind that. Either the, the place wants the money or the family has a big influence in, in some, some type of governor, governor thing or something. Because if, if he's that bad, the place should be able to just put him out automatically. Well, you know, the, the, the whole problem, and I because I've been listening to all these eviction proceedings on uh, on the internet with the with live li- live courtroom proceedings bill right it's, it's not so simple to do i can't just say to you i mean you're my landlord you just can't say you have a day to get out you have to, you have to give them notice and they have they have a county hearing and if let's say you don't want me living in your apartment complex or your your home um and you don't want and 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 you refuse to to renew my lease i can stay there for at least 30 more days to 60 more days because then you have to have a termination of tenancy hearing. I mean, there's a oh, whole, yeah, right. there's a whole yeah. process that goes on mm-hmm. when you deal with this, with, when you're dealing with the legal system uh, that, I, that I've learned. So I learned that if, that if I ever were to run into money and buy a property, I don't think I want to be a landlord because there's too much there's too much you got to go through. Just to, yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm a landlord on a piece of property and I'll tell you, it's, it's, you got to keep on top of it. <laughs> well, I guess... I, I, it's the like, problem is like, here, he's like, bothering other people. and that's, that's what I mean. That's why I'm saying I can't see that. Why the nurse, why the, well, I don't say she's a nursing home. Well, she's, in, she's in some kind of assisted living center. But um, they ought to have some kind of rule. If you can't abide by the rules and not disturb the rest of the tenants or cause them distress, you're out. I don't care. You know, that's, that's the way I look at it. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a, today. It's not like it was years ago. It's a process that you got to go through, and uh, right. it, that's how. Well, I thought maybe since you since you have so much time on your hands, Bill, you could you could do my grocery shopping for me today. Your well, well, the price of groceries today. <laughs> Never mind, hey, I'll, Bill. I'll do it. We'll order you some lima beans and peas. Lima beans and peas. Yeah, well, yeah, we could, yeah, yeah. Get the lima beans and peas and stuff like that, right? Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. I think was it was the last week. Uh, that you gave the recipe or some kind of casserole and you put peas in it? Yes. I thought of Jeff. Oh. Oh, you guys are tormenting me. I'll never, I'll never live this down, you know. I will give him some hominy, too. 
morning. I've had that. Well, that's okay. Well, I've, like, I've had grits. That's not a problem. I like, but you know, you know, I got when I heard that recipe last week. I didn't get to call him. I got to tell you a story. My grandfather, um, he he used to sit at the at the table, and my grandmother was six peas, and of course he was an old guy. Every when he drank coffee. He poured it in the saucer and then sipped it out of the saucer. Oof. It was the old, that's the old way of doing it, right? He'd do it that way all the time. Well, when he ate peas, just for us kids to be around and we would watch him, he would put peas on his table knife and eat them. He could balance them on, the, on his table knife. He'd, he'd just kind of roll them up on the table knife and pick them up and put them in his mouth. Well, what I don't understand <laughs> is uh, you're right about peas, Bill, uh, Chris, Dave, uh, Bill. I like peas, but I like them raw, not cooked, not heated. I like them raw, oh, and I can take them out oh, of the shell good. and eat them that way. That, but I don't like them. They, they get mushy inside. I, I don't like oh, them. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'm like you, Jeff. I can't stand peas that are cooked too long. In other words, they got to just be more or less. If you're going to cook them, just warm them up. I don't I like them warmed up at all. I, I, uh, I, like them. I like them raw also. Cause we used to, I used to eat, uh, when I was a kid, we had, my parents had a rule, my mother had this rule. We could eat anything out of the garden we wanted, as long as when we took it out, we had to eat it. You couldn't take it out and then waste it, like radish and stuff. You just pulled up out of the ground. I was talking to this guy the other day about this. I used to pull it up out of the ground, brush the, brush the dirt off on your pant leg, bite the stem off, break the top off, bite that part off, spit it out, and then eat the radish or anything like that. But green beans, we used to go pull green beans off by... Eight, nine, ten, twelve green bean uh, pods, and just eat them. And the same with peas, just to peel the peas off and shell them, eat the peas. Or yeah, that's the way that I like them. Stuff, right? you know, I, I prefer we raw vegetables. I agree. Right? I like we, I like we, vegetables that are raw. But I mean, obviously, right? there are things that you can't eat. You can't eat raw potatoes. They don't taste so good. But you know, but, that but I, yeah, potatoes are a different story, right? But but like turnips and beets and radishes and. Uh, Celery and lettuce and all that stuff, you know. I mean, or peas, green beans. Turnips beans, always I like make me think wrong. of poor people. Turnips. Say that again, Jennifer. I said turnips always make me think of poor people that don't have anything oh. else to eat. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we, had, we had turnips. We had we had turnips all the time. Yeah, we had turnips all the time, right? Uh-huh. And we had we had three quarters of an acre of strawberries. Oh, we, I get, we get sick. We just get sick. You all read that book about those poor people and their turnips and how they'd steal them from each other, and I could never think of turnips the same again <laughs> yeah. after that. I don't know why. I don't know why that was. That turnip turnips are related to, to poor people. I never, I never understood that either. When they hear those stories, that. I went to the school for the blind and they'd mash the turnips up and they 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 heat it, they cook them and I, they, they tasted terrible, terrible. Oh, mash mash turnip? No, that's that's not for me. Mash yeah, turnip, no, 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 no. How about how about cauliflower? How about cauliflower? I like cauliflower. I, I like cauliflower actually. So do I. Yeah, yeah I like right, it all better than cooked. Really. Speaking of cauliflower and, and all of that, I think we got a recipe to get to. Yeah, even Brussels sprouts are good for yeah. you. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you ought to try them sometime. Toast them or roast them. I tried to. The, we had we had a dog at one time when I was when I was married, and I tried to give them to the dog, and the dog would eat the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, go ahead, Chris. But, but, okay, go ahead, Chris. Okay. Well, today we're going to do um, what I hope is a timely recipe. 
it's not technically a recipe, but I had a little trouble finding it when I needed it, so I'm going to give it today. It's directions from the Paws Easter Egg Dye Package. So if you want to dye some eggs, you're going to start with clean, cool, hard-boiled eggs, which you can boil on the stove in water for about, oh, I don't know, 12 minutes. And if you put a pinch of salt in the water, it helps if the shell cracks. It helps the white not to run out so bad. And if we were boiling a lot of eggs when I was at home, we would put a dish towel down in the bottom of the pot so they didn't rattle against the bottom of the pot and it kind of did help with breakage. If you have an instant pot, you can boil them in there for five or six minutes, or pressure them rather, with two, two and a half cups of water and they work really well and they're easier to peel. Somehow it forces water into the shell and makes them peel better. But anyway, you want to start with clean, cool, dry eggs and there's a cup there's three different methods you can use for ultra vibrant color you use one tablet and three tablespoons of white vinegar <clears throat> and you put that in a one cup container what we always did is we lined up a bunch of small bowls and we just put a tablet of in each bowl and if you want the vibrant colors you use three tablespoons of vinegar white vinegar if you want traditional colored eggs you want a tablet and three tablespoons of lemon juice and if you want pastel eggs you use a tablet and three tablespoons of water then once the tablet has dissolved in that vinegar or whatever you're going to use you add a half a cup of water and stir you add a half a cup to each little bowl so you need a bowl that's going to hold a cup plus your egg so not too much more than a cup you want a small bowl because it's going to cover the egg better if your liquid isn't too shallow Bend your egg dipper and place the egg in the bowl. Now, we didn't actually use an egg dipper for this. We just put the egg in. So they give you one. but And you leave it in there till your desired shade is obtained. And if you can't see it, it's a guess. Maybe, I don't know, five minutes or something like that. The longer the egg stays, the darker the shade will be, of course. Then you're going to take the egg out now we did often use the egg dipper for that but you take the egg out and put it in the drying tray you kind of hold it up in the egg dipper for a few seconds and let it drip and then you put it in the drying tray and you let it dry and that's all there is to it but I know when I wanted to dye Easter eggs with Gage when he was younger I had a little trouble finding the directions to that They make some neat things. We used to have little, uh, oh, when I was a little girl, we had this little holder thing, and there were these little pins, like little markers that you could mm-hmm. put different colors web on the eggs, too. That was kind they of They also have little sleeves that you can put the eggs in and then put them in a spoon or slotted spoon or something, a great big spoon, and put them down in boiling water for, I forget, it's like three or four minutes, and that sleeve shrinks it's like shrink wrap only you use hot boiling water 
and you just lift them up and that shrink wrap has shrunk around the egg but and mom and i did that one year but i never thought it was quite the same as the easter egg dye no that's fun to do that yes it is is there a particular kind of easter candy that you love besides uh reese's eggs oh i like the cadbury eggs too oh i hate cadbury eggs Mm. so so what about those peeps i cannot stand those no i don't like peeps. peeps I don't like peeps no, no, no peeps. And peeps. What's that? What's that, good, Tim? I like Cadbury eggs and peeps, but I like peeps when they're dried out. <laughs> no, what you do is you, if you put them in the microwave, you can make them expand. Oh yes. Oh, that's what Definitely. I want—a bigger one. <laughs> well, here's another thing I got in trouble for. Um, when we got a microwave oven, um, I said. I'm going to try frying an egg in the microwave oven. So I cracked the egg, put it on top of a dish, put it in the microwave oven, and it looked great. Pulled it out, and you tap that membrane with a fork, and the egg explodes, and there was egg all over the place, on the ceiling, on the all over the table, all over me. They just, they just explode when you do that. Dave, what's your favorite Easter candy? Oh, jelly beans. He likes the... Um Oh, what are those? Um, what brand is it on? Brock's, the original Brock's. Yeah, oh, those are good. They're good. Jelly do you beans. like the Do you like the bunnies? Like either the, the chocolate bunnies. Or yeah, the, the the rabbits are good, but I, no no peeps. I think they should outlaw those things. I buy him one of those Dove chocolate bunnies every year. Those are good. I used to. I used to get uh, the chocolate bunnies when I lived in Syracuse. There was a, a store called Fanny Farmer. That would sell candy because you know, I don't think they exist anymore. But they they were really they were all over the country, I think. But oh, they, they had, were yeah. They had great chocolate bunnies. And I, the other thing I don't like, although I mean, I I only because they get addicting after a while and you get sick after eating them is that candy corn. I just don't like that too much mm. either. I like it once in a while, but that's more a Halloween thing. True, true. But Reese's eggs are my favorite, and I like the regular size ones that come six to a package. The little ones are okay, but I like the bigger ones better. See, I love those Cadbury ones. They have that. I don't even know what it is. What I don't even know it's. I don't even know it's in them, but they're they're good. <laughs> I just love those. I, I, re- I remember when I was, oh, well, probably about six, I guess, and my mom would always, well, the Easter Bunny would always put a toy of some kind in the Easter basket along with all the good stuff and uh, the one Easter I got this it was a frog and it had a a little hose on it with a little ball on the end of it and and when you squeezed it the frog would come loose from the from the hose that was connected and fly across the room it was pretty amazing that, you could scare oh, you. You could scare, you could scare those, your yeah. sister like that, you know, to put it down her back, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, what did you what want to say? Yeah, I was going to say, that, that frog you mentioned, I had those when I was a kid. You know, there used, there used to be like a, oh, I don't know what it was on the bottom. It was like a, a piece of rolled uh, rubber, and when you squeeze it, it press the air into it, and it would make it leap across the floor. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That. Right, right, they were cool. But other and Dave mentioned um, jelly beans. We used to go, well, I've been there for several years now, we used to go to the Jelly Belly factory in Wisconsin 
And I'll tell you, that's a place, if you want to go through a place, go to Jelly Belly, because they make the jelly beans. But they have every kind of flavor you can think of. I mean, they even have flavor that, well, that's supposed to be, they even had one called Human Vomit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Think I, I, don't I, I don't like those jelly there. belly beans because they're too small. I, I like. I'm, I agree with Dave. Well, I like yeah, the original. I like, yeah, I like. Well, I like the Brock, but he just mentioned jelly beans and made me think of the the jelly belly factory because you can, you know. And, and I got one of those. It. I got one of those by mistake. That's oh, awful. Did? Oh, that's oh, awful. It, it, it is horrible. Terrible. But I had one that also tasted like grass. So like if you like if you like the grass from the field or, the, or your lawn. Yeah, yeah. Really. Oh, they they make they make them every flavor you can dream grass of. Grass would be better than vomit. No, they they make they make every every flavor you can dream of. They they got the flavor for it there, you know. And the thing of it nice, you can go around and you can sample, and then of course you can buy them if you want. And then, but they always had big. Uh, 32 ounce bags. They would sell at, at the end. They were all all kinds, all mixed, mixed of all flavors. And you get like a 32 ounce bag for like 10 bucks or something like that. Back this is back in the early 2000s. We used to go up there all the time. By the way, if you like to go to Cracker Barrel, they have that gift shop, which I always always try to avoid because they they, oh, they that, want that, you to that's spend. That's a bad gift shop. I but... spent more money in that gift shop. Than my wife. <laughs> I was going to say to say they like, sell music, jelly beans there. Yeah, music boxes and towels and stuff. I mean, I got more stuff from Cracker Barrel. Oh, and they sell those candied raspberries there too. And they have oh, gotten those right. stuff. And they, yes, I have. And they have the what do they call that? Uh, oh, I forgot what they have. Of, uh, oh, they have those peppermint sticks. I love those. Oh, those oh, are awesome. Yeah, the old fashioned stick, right? Uh-huh. Pamela Francis, can you unmute yourself, Pam? Go ahead, please. Raspberries are great. I am unmuted. I do believe. And rock candy as well. Go ahead, Pam. Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you an Easter story? Yeah. <laughs> when I was, oh, God, I could have been about 10, I guess. Um, my grandmother, I, I still kind of halfway believed in the Easter Bunny. Well, it got to be 30, 9 o'clock at night, and she was getting trying to get me to go to bed. Well, here I am. I'm standing in front of the front door, and here comes this rabbit that, marched across my grandmother's front porch and she looks at me and she says they went to Easter Bunny <laughs> and I'm telling you you never saw one girl go so fast as one dead in all her life <laughs> I had to tell that <laughs> oh lord hey, well, yeah. you, don't hear, you don't hear those songs I never, how, how many times do you ever hear them play here goes Peter and Cottontail hopping hey, down we the played bunny that. trail we played that Monday. You could have heard it on the Mix It Up Monday show. Oh, I guess I missed it. Sorry. I, I, oh, I, was, I, was, I was a little late for the party, Chris. That Travis was in Oregon funny. requests that every once in a while. <laughs> I have that on a golden children's record. On one side, it's the uh, it's they're, they're singing it. On the other side, it's an instrumental version of the same thing without the vocal track. So, very interesting. I need to get yeah, a life. I've got 300 of those golden children records here. I have my, I have every children's record in my collection that I found on the internet that I that I had as a kid. Every record that I had as a kid, except the one that Dave wants, which is the little engine that couldn't. That's the only one I can't find. I don't know if I have that one or not. I have to go through. I, I got about three hundred of them here. I've got probably two three okay. thousand LPs, and I've got probably eight nine hundred seventy eights and. I mean, I've got probably a couple hundred forty-five. I mean, I got a basement full of this stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do with it all. 
Understood. <laughs> we have someone else who's right. We're getting down to the wire. Go ahead, the 818 area code. Unmute yourself, please. It's Don. Um, go ahead, Don. Yeah. In Hollywood. Say my, uh, yeah. Uh, say my old boss, uh, Gene Autry, used to sing that song. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, who we played it by. Oh, yeah. I've got that on a CD here. Uh, I, I'm a docent over at the Gene Autry uh, Museum over here. Uh, and uh, when we have tours, uh, you know, for the kids and stuff, uh, that's kind of what I do over there. Uh, anyway, he, he does a whole thing on different holidays. He's got a CD about different things. Mostly Christmas, though. Uh, say, I just wanted to come in and say uh, we uh, certainly... Uh, listened to your program on Monday yeah. with Nancy and, and so forth, and that I think that's beautiful. You, guys. Uh, you know, you're the only station I know that really, you know, shows how it appreciates its listeners. I, I really think that's neat. Yeah, that was very nice. Thank you. We do. And I also was going to ask about Sunday. Are you still going to have that special program there? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm, I'm uh, Saturday. It's going to be Saturday. Think, yeah, the Saturday thing. Yes, for, yes. We're so, we're working oh, okay. on that. We should have that finalized today or tomorrow. But yes, we will. Okay. Yeah. Well, we just thought that'll be at two o'clock, and, uh, right? And that that sunshine report was really neat. I really enjoyed that. Well, we've got a new cat report too coming up on Saturdays, the Bella report. So the Bella report. That's Pierre's bad cat. That's a bad cat. Just remember, Sunshine was the original. Right. That's right. right. Sunshine right. was the original. Yeah. The original. She's but the Bella, original kid. But Bella yeah. can whip sunshine. See, Bella is a that, cat with that an was attitude. That a beautiful sunshine report on yeah. Monday. Yeah, Sandy's, uh, you know, she's had some cats, and, we, you know, she's had some good luck with them and some bad luck with them, too. But yeah. anyway, so she's, uh, she's all things kitty. <laughs> I love kitty. Yeah, all things kitty. Yeah, that's me. Okay, well, we know the old clock on the wall is getting short there, so... We'll let you guys go for the day. Thank you so uh, anyway, much. Thank have a you, good weekend, you. guys. Uh, fair winds and following seas, as I always say. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Dick, can you uh, late for the party? Dick, again, can, can you unmute yourself, yeah. please, Dick? We may end up being able to go over time Hello. a little bit. So. Can, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, we hear we you, can. Dick. We hear you. Okay. Oh, you know, uh, you're talking about eating knife, eating peas with a knife. Well, you know, that came from the Three Stooges. They did that. Man, that's where the oh. kids got that from. Um, I hated jelly beans. I never liked them. And uh, I also, you know, I believed in Santa and the Tooth Fairy, but I never believed in the Easter Bunny. How can a rabbit carry eggs around? Come on. <laughs> we get it, Dick. Believe me, yeah. we understand, Dick. I hope that no little kids are listening. But, uh, He'll be helping down the bunny trails for, I guess, Sunday, huh? It's, uh, yeah, Sunday's Easter. Well, so if you go to your local shopping well. mall, uh, you might be able to take a picture with the Easter Bunny next to you, uh, Dick. Hey, maybe. Listen, no shopping malls are open around here on Sunday. That's one, one Sunday they're closed. And my wife, she likes to go shopping on Sundays, which is wonderful for me, especially during the football season, so I'm left undisturbed. Now, what but, are you uh, trying to say, Dick? If your inquiry minds want to know. Never mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get ahead, you in trouble with Jeff. me. 
I'm going to get you in trouble okay. with Mary. That's <laughs> uh, okay. And yeah, she can handle it. No, and it's good. It she, she's happy too. She doesn't take an off season when it comes to shopping, does she? Oh, no. Okay, no. no. <laughs> Happily, most of it's window shopping. Yeah. Which is fine with me. But, you know, guys like, you know, she's not like, women are like that. You know, guys like us, my thing is go to the store, get what you want, and get out. Oh no, that's not that's not that's not how it works. Uh. That's not how women shop. <laughs> no, it's men men shop that way. Well, not I, when I was little, I used to I like wake it. up every morning with an Easter bunny in bed with me, a stuffed one. Aww. Oh, um, I have a question for uh, Chris. Do you guys read the Catster magazine? No. It's on. It's on Newsline. Really? It's cute. Yes. Yeah, well, cute. maybe I will. The, the that magazine comes out every month. It's cute. They also have a dogster too. Dick, well, I want to say I something to you about all things radio. I'm, I'm plugging yes. it, but uh, we're going to be playing uh, a station that was very unusual back in 1971. It's WCBS FM in New York, and they played a progressive top 40 format. But they played progressive music, some top 40 music, some soul. They played familiar music and unfamiliar music, and I'm going to enjoy this one. That sounds interesting. I will check that out. Everyone have a good day, and we will catch you all down the road. All right. We're, we're, we're waiting a second. Tim's having an issue. Well, I think I'm okay, but uh, for some reason, I'm not able to get the legend done. Tune in. You're not? I get it. Yeah, I don't know if it's my device because I've had. I don't have a device. Does anybody have something at hand? Well, the listeners are listening from someplace. Yeah, we have a fair number of listeners, but uh, everything on, else. I've seems got it on Google. Work. I've got it on okay. Google. Um, right now. My legend oldies is not playing on my tune-in. It's not playing on my tune-in. I just call. I just. I just. So it might, it must be an Amazon thing. Oh, wait a second. I'm, I'm getting an advertisement first. Hold on a second. I know that TuneIn oh. does that. Okay. Yeah, mine, mine won't even go to the advertisements, so there must be something with my... Well, wait a minute. Let's make sure we're let okay. Me just, let me just make sure that when the ad ends, it plays. Okay, Tim? Yep. Well, I know my Google, my Google's coming through TuneIn, and it's on right now. I'm listening to it. I haven't tried Lady A. Yeah. Uh, it's probably something here. Yeah, it is working. It is working now. Yeah, okay. we have an advertisement still yet. But well, everything now else seems to be working, so I think I'm all set to go. You're set to go. Well, thank yeah. you. We want to thank Debbie Hill. Uh, we really like the way she presents, and we thank her so very much. Um, she's a class lady. Uh, she's not like some folks who you do work for and they don't even they don't even acknowledge it so she's a nice lady thank you so very much guys bye bye <laughs>